What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. It takes a lot of ingredients to fix or build a car, like cooking, but without the frozen dinner easy way out eBay Motors has 122 million parts. It's always the right fitment, so you can follow any recipe to a T. Whether it's a vintage Italian coupe that's classic like grandma's meatballs or a German luxury car that's as complicated as Oma's Rouladen, to cook up something great in the garage, use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Black mess, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for a son, and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been reaping what he sowed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. Yeah. Yo, what's yeah. good? What's yeah. good yeah. to the Urban X listeners? The Urban X Nation. Urban X Nation. That's what I like to say. Urban Xers. Oh, I feel like we gotta get some cooler. Urban Xers, Urban X Nation. Mm, yeah, let me work on it. Yeah, let me work on it. Listen, I scored with the Datsun. I scored with that. I scored with that. Did you? I did. I did. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's still. T- if it, let us know what y'all it. hearing out there in the chat. We want to make sure we got this audio thing together. Oh man, this is this is our last try. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna lie to you. Yeah, we we gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. We gonna you know give it a shot and then we just gonna let it go. <clears throat> but I feel confident today. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling really confident that we can get this done. Yeah. You know what I mean? We worked out some more things. Right, cause I'm not very technical, <laughs> but I was, you know, I was on YouTube trying to figure some things out, man, trying to get this right. But truth be told, we love you guys. Um, Thank you for joining us for another week. This is show 26. This Crazy. is show 26. Okay. Crazy, man. Okay. 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 Crazy that like, we've been 
Should we should we should we bought champagne for that? No. Nah. Fifty. Fifty? Fifty. That's a lot of shows. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Okay. Nah, okay. I say I say a, like a, a milestone listening, like a listens thing. So fifty listens. I mean, fifty shows is like a milestone. That is a lot. That is a milestone. But like we're at like thirteen thousand listens, like for the audio. Okay, for the audio. Purely audio. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was saying like maybe like twenty. Thousand listeners. Okay, okay, okay. Because you don't know what show that'll get to. So, oh, sounds good to me. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. You know, I, I'm just always trying to uh, get a bottle of champagne going yeah. somewhere. Okay. For some reason, you know, I don't want to just be on the show drunk. Um, they be like, "Yo, stop feeding your pops that shit." Huh? Yeah, because there's a couple shows that you, you, you need to put it down. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but, yeah, but that's why I don't do it all the time. <laughs> you were wallet. When you see the red cup, this yeah. is water. You know, when I got the brown juice, I'm, I'm letting yeah, you know I got the yeah. brown juice. You heard? So, what's up? How was your week? Uh, week was amazing. Uh, you know, my nephew, want to shout him out, my nephew, DeAndre, just had open heart surgery. Yeah. He's recovering. He, he made it through. We want to clap that up. Um, you know, that's where I've been uh, focusing on my energy this week. Because, yeah. you know, the first week is always tough. You want to, you know, get them through. And it was something from a kid that they told him eventually, you know, and then it, it, it was time. So, and, and what it does, it just makes you appreciate the real small things in life. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, you run about, you know, getting the bag, living my best life. Mm. And sometimes living your mm. best life is just being healthy. And living. And, and living. <laughs> Shit, you can't live your best life without living. Facts. So, you know, and he was a little nervous, but he's he was a trooper. He's a champ. Um, this was a terrible kid growing up, man. I remember. I mean, in kindergarten, they was like, get him out of here. Don't even wait for his diploma. Just yeah, send him. I, I remember. He was, man, I used to have to go to his classes and sit in class with him and, and then yeah. do the spooky thing, like look in the glass, and then he look again, <laughs> I'm gone. He don't know if uncle's there or not. And then, you know how you write somebody off? You go, this kid is not going to make it. He had a transformation where he just turned out to be an amazing young man. He's into music, no criminal records. He ain't, you know, smoked out, none of that. He just, I think it was just a kid thing. And yeah. he shook it off. And now he has the million dollar smile going. And uh, he's he's in the music. Reminded yeah. me when I was, you know, 18 yeah. and 19 and 20. You know, your Uncle Wayne, I'm trying to, you know, get into this. And, oh, that's the motorcycles yeah. going by. And my dog will bark in a minute because he he looking at me like I was supposed to do something, yeah. you know, like nigga, you supposed to take me out or something. So shout out to DeAndre, uh, who's in recovering, but he's doing well, and uh, you know, so want to show him some love. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, shout out to Christopher Ingram. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate we the appreciate love. it. Appreciate the love. How was your birthday? Oh, my birthday was, was smooth, man. It was your <clears throat> yeah. My birthday was smooth. It feels weird actually being twenty five. Like why? I don't know. It just feels like damn. Maybe you overthought it. You know, it's a milestone. No, 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 no. I did, I felt like I underestimated it because usually every oh. birthday you feel like yeah, how you feel? Well, you know, right, so, right, right. Twenty five. I was like, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's just. I couldn't explain it. So, what did you do? I went bowling. Went bowling. Yeah, it was cool. Um, shout out to, shout out to um, uh, 
Clinton's girlfriend Lisa, she killed everybody. Oh, in bowling. Yeah, it was weird, like, cause her first couple bowls uh-huh. were trash, right? So I'm just like, all right, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then she got in the group. Then she just started, started throwing the heat, and we all looking at each other yeah, like, sometimes, Yo. sometimes you get it. But I yeah. still want to know how to make the ball curve. I don't. They say act like you drinking a beer. You know, you yeah. bowling, you supposed to do all that shit. I can't. I just throw the damn ball yeah. down and. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, I used to play Wii Bowling. That was nice. Yeah, Wii oh, bowling. oh, Wii Bowling. Yeah, Not Wii real was, bowling, though. That was crazy. That Wii Bowling yeah, was Wii crazy. Wii Bowling was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not real bowling, though. Yep, yep. So, but yeah, you know, it was cool. I uh, got a lot of gifts. I, I can't, you know, people looked out this, the, yeah. 25. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's a big one. Yeah, I got a lot of gifts. So I felt great. You know what I'm saying? I was like, whoa, okay. I made out, I made out like a bandit, but, you know. Well, let me hold a little something. Nah, I'm man, playing. Man, shit. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny because on my birthday, I was getting all of these $50 bills, you know, because I turned 50. Mm-hmm. And wifey was 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 hating. <laughs> she was like, it's got to be a card in there for me. I'm like, motherfucker, it ain't your yeah. birthday. Like, she just was hating. I just was 50 after 50 after 50. You know, I'm like, damn. So don't hate. Yeah. You know, shit, you'll be 50 soon or one day. She's on her way to Jamaica. Oh no, she's she's not taking you. No, it's with the girls. Oh no, what a nice girl like you doing all alone? <laughs> well, I just had to come down to Jamaica and work things up. Tell me what room he in? <laughs> Woman like you should be loved constantly. He's back in New York. Is that right? Come on back over to my room. We talk it over. Mm. All we gonna do is talk. Yeah. Uh huh. My dumb ass, you should go to Jamaica more often. Uh-huh. You know how that go. So anyway, the ladies will be having mm-hmm. their time. And I, I'm an equal, equal opportunity guy. So y'all go out mm-hmm. because I'm, you know, going to circle something. Yeah. On the calendar as at a later date. As, as you I should. should. As you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no problems there. She in here working out. Hey, 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 crunches and shit. I'm like, look at this shit here. Yeah. Right, if you ain't going nowhere, so what? Now she going somewhere. She play the Rocky music. You was really trying to work out for a week. Now she been going at it for a couple of weeks and shit. Oh, she was shit. But I get it. You want to go to the beach and look good. My wife looks amazing anyway. But just some tweaks and turns. It's all good. So let's get down to the show. Let's get to it, B. And see what's popping. Shout out to everybody in the chat already. You know Somebody said she's spending those 50s. Hell yeah, she's yeah. spending them 50s. And I ain't getting them shits. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, tomorrow is the 21st. Uh, the Carter 5 drops. Lil the Wayne. Carter 5 drops. How do you feel? I'm feeling good about it. First of all, I heard him on the Swiss Beast joint. Uh, pistol by my side? A pistol by my side. Yeah. I thought Lil Wayne blacked on that a little okay. bit. And it wasn't like an old flow. Yeah. His flow was kind of up to date. That's what I'm worried about. No, he's not going to release the Carter 5 from eight years ago. I know that. I don't think so. I know that from four years ago. Or four years ago. Whenever he was supposed to drive 2014. I just... But I felt like even though whatever new music he was making, I just thought he lost it because it was just... Tracks I heard him on. Yeah, he, he went, couldn't get into the pocket. He just, it was just yeah, like, yeah, he, what are you I, talking about? I, I think psychologically he was going through a dark period. Okay. And I think now that he owns Cash mm-hmm. Money, because he yeah. does own it. He owns Young Money, not Cash Money. Is that a new a new subsidiary of? That's been a subsidiary. Oh, Young Money, right? Yeah, young, young, young. Clap that. Yeah. Ownership. Yeah. Clap that. 
Which was like eight years too late. Because when they when they were all when Drake, Nicki, when Tiger, they was when they were all yeah, baby screwed that up. Baby oh, screwed. I have to, I have to blame it on baby. You got to go to the top. He would be worth. Oh man, they'd be worth so much more because yeah. they had the team yeah. for the new generation. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the Rock yeah. had their moments. Uh, you know, what I'm saying Bad Boy had their time in the West Coast. They had that new generation in pocket. But sometimes this fame and this fortune, you know, you you, you get beside yourself. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to them. I think he went through a dark period with drugs a little bit as well. But I'm hoping now that he has freed himself. He he owns Young Money. I, I, Wayne had to give him how much money? $50 million or $25 million? Oh, Baby had to... I don't think Baby paid him. I think Universal paid him. Paid him 50, what? Like $50 million, Okay, like so, so now you're sitting on some chips. Your right. future look good. I think now he just wants to put out some great music. I think everybody in the industry is going to rally behind him. Yeah. And I'm hoping for a great project. I'm not going to lie. When I first heard I was like, when I first heard he was putting out an album, like mm-hmm. putting out the Carter file, I was like, keep it. But, but his Carters, like the Carter series, mm-hmm. have all been solid. Mm-hmm. All of them. I think Shout the- out to Hakeem Green, who told him to name his album The Carter in the first place. Really? From Channel Live. Yeah, they had a conversation. He said, you should name your album The Carter. And it became a series. So shout out to Hakeem Green from Channel Live for uh, playing his role in history. You know how yeah. that works. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I can give you some dope ideas. Yeah, I think. So my personal opinion, I think the Carter Two was his best one. Uh, which one is Lollipop? Like that was on the Carter Three. Okay, that to me was uh, the one that had all of that it. one. But see, that one is that had we 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah all that shit. Yeah. See, that one had like the most hype around it because it was between the Carter Two and the Carter Three. He was blacking on everything, yeah, on every yeah, feature, yeah. right, right. And they kept saying, "Yo, the Carter Three is about to drop." So that was the so one. Yeah, that was the yeah. one. I think the Carter Four is really slept on. The Carter Four is the one where I really. Uh, started paying attention. I'm going to tell you why. Because a- as a hip-hop educator, it's my duty to be in tune with mm-hmm. young people. And I notice when I when you go in on young people's heroes or who they look up to, they shut you down. So, you know, talking to you mm-hmm. and Eli, and I was like, this little Wayne nigga's trash. And you said, you know, Dad, you, give him a listen. So I was cleaning the house, and I put in the card of four, and he earned my respect as a lyricist on the Carter Four, I, I will say that slept on. That's a slept on. Yeah, it's project. a very slept on project. Tech Nine was yeah. on that project. It yeah. just was a really yeah. well put together project, and that's where. So I'm talking to, for, for those out there who educate young people. You have to find a different approach. You can't just sit there and tell them that they ain't shit and they fucked up hip hop because then they'll turn their back on you and they won't listen. I noticed. When I just paid attention to the music that they listened to, now we can have an even exchange about yeah, I don't what think hip-hop people, is. Yeah, I don't think like <laughs> older hip-hop heads, I don't think they realize that a lot of the, uh, the, the pushback they get from the younger artists is only because... Yeah, I don't respect what we're doing, Absolutely. so I'm not going to respect you. I have Absolutely. That's it, literally it, the only reason. It's an exchange. It's like disrespecting an OG on the street. Or he disrespecting you and you knock him out. Yeah. Like, yo, dude, you going to respect me. Right. So it's the same concept. You know what I'm saying? Sure, I don't have to like everything. Just like the people before us who didn't understand hip-hop 
the fuck y'all doing with them two turntables? And why are you scratching these records? They had no idea or concept right. of what we were doing. Now, some magical things came out of it. Yeah. And I'm never one to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So you know me. I'm always looking for that underlining, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, aspect that says I still see God. I still see creators. No, I don't like all the scissor up and all this other stuff, but I still see God within them. And Little Wayne, I have to thank him for that because he's the one who said, Doc, come off your high pedestal mm. about what Rock Cam and the, the Golden Era mm. was and just get into what we're doing because it's still a continuous process. And for those who say, well, we had a, a devolving state, guess what happens after we devolve? We evolve. So that's just the cycle. Mm. So out of this era will come your J. Coles and like, your Kendrick you know, Lamar's. Because I don't even think we're, we're at a devolving state because like, if you only <clears throat> choose to look at one little pocket of hip hop, you can say that, yeah, right, okay, right. But if you look at you know other rappers, Drake, Cole, like it's still easily, moving forward. It's still it's moving still forward. Moving and forward. then I've always, I always say this when we talk about nostalgia. When you look back to early two thousands, right, a lot of that music wasn't good either. Well, it, it's kind of you had to live it. Like for instance, you were born in ninety three. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah, ninety three. So when Reasonable Doubt dropped in 96. You couldn't possibly right. feel right. what Reasonable Doubt was for us or Ready to Die. Right. And then if you go back and listen, your musical palette has changed. So for you, it may just sound like music because you said that before. And I had to process that in my head movies. <laughs> <clears throat> what the fuck you were right. saying? But it's the same thing for me in this era because right. I'm not fully indulged in it. Right. So some of these great projects come out to y'all and I go, eh, and I have to apologize to J. Cole. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay? Uh, because I went in on his album two Shout out to Josh because that's Josh's favorite artist. Shout out to he Josh. Felt, he felt the way. No, he wanted, no, to, see, he wanted to come the, see you. No, he, uh-oh. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh -oh, Josh. to come see you. Uh-oh. Old school now. Um, but what happened was I like J. Cole. I always mm. thought he was amazing. Mm. I just thought that project was overhyped. But in retrospect, when you see these artists who are dying from drugs and how important mm. drugs are at this present moment, J. Cole was a, 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 a prophet yeah. in understanding because he's indulged in it. He's behind the scenes. I'm no longer a behind the scenes person. I'm, you know what I mean? So uh, when I listen to his project again, I get it. I get it. So I'm shouting out J. Cole, uh, you know, my bad. <laughs> oops. You know, oops. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping this Carter 5 is something amazing. I hope it's not 19 tracks. I hope. 12 tracks. I need 12. I need 12 to 15 That's the it. most. And 12, 15 the most. 12 will do it. And then he can release. At a later date, the, the original what was supposed five. to be on that, right? right. As nostalgic, yeah. and you know, this is just the lost tracks. Yeah, and that, that that would be dope. Okay, that would definitely be dope. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. <clears throat> oh, so for uh, our Patreons, that could be you. That could be your voice. Right, that could be your voice. I, you, you know, this is so and so from Chicago. Right, you are tuned into Urban X. Absolutely, that could be you. That can be you. Also, oh, price is right. Uh, recently, uh, Floyd Mayweather said he was going to be fighting uh, Manny Pacquiao again. 
Really? Yeah. And really? when, when I say this, people feel really say like I'm I'm bugging out. I'm a hater. I'm a he's broke. I say he. I think he's broke. I don't. I don't think broke. My type of broke and his type of broke is two completely bro- different. Two different broke. Completely different of things. The the lifestyle that he lives. Of right. Course. Two different things. But I don't think he has as much money as he promotes. As he or has he would want us to think. All right. You fake it till you make it. Because it's, and, you know, if, and he's because he's promoted this all the time. Like I've made over eight hundred dollars in my career. Eight hundred million. Eight hundred. Eight hundred. Eight hundred million in my career. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be taking this fight again. Absolutely. You fifty and oh. You went out at the top. There is nothing greater. Nobody ever went out. Rocky Marciano. Right. You beat all of that. It is primal energy. It can never be touched. It's it's so pristine the, the the energy behind it and now you taking a fight against Manny Pacquiao who you who you beat already you already beat him y'all are both out of y'all prime yeah something ain't so right if it's a money grab then people say oh why not make more money I get that but at the same time is why but why not make more money uh, managing other fighters now why not create you know the money right. team and then remember he had tax problems before absolutely I think the Manny Pacquiao fight. before the Manny or, 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 or uh, one of them big yeah, fights. Yeah, one of those big fights. Or the McGregor fight. And it was the McGregor fight. It was the McGregor fight, yep. and he needed to sew that up. Listen, if they can get Kevin Garnett for $77 million, Yeah. He was right out of high school. Yeah, yeah. This nigga probably didn't even go to high school. <laughs> no disrespect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why 50 was like, this nigga can't even... So who's handling his money? Right? And this happens... Often in sports, these guys come right out of high school or from the hood, mm-hmm. and they get these uh, these these bookies and these accountants. And, and Master P said, you need an accountant to watch the accountant, and then you need an accountant to watch that accountant. <laughs> Clap that shit up. Yeah. Right? That's like in New Jack City. Yeah. Everybody was butt-ass naked <laughs> yeah. cooking up the shit, right? was no bullshit. Yeah. Everybody butt-ass yeah. naked here. You know what I mean? So ain't nobody walking out with no bottles. Yeah. So that's what that boils down to. And that's and then you have to have all of them audited quarterly or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To just check up on your brag. You know what I right. mean? That does they wouldn't beat my wife for nothing. My wife check her money all the time. <laughs> She'd just be like right. Okay, the money is gone. I'm like, nigga, the money was there twenty minutes ago. So you ain't beating my wife for nothing. And he should have the same mentality. Yeah. Seventy-seven million. Now, seven point seven million out of out, out of, of two hundred fifty million. Fifteen-year career. Fifteen-year yeah, career. Hey, you know that's that's charged up to the game. Seventy-seven million. That means you were in the dark completely yeah. about your finances. You finance. had other people signing so, your checks. When you like want to know about the unknown, we studied to know. Yeah. So Mayweather's made eight hundred million, and, and he has a fourth-grade education. And we never. And he never talks about. His actual net worth. He said, I've made over that much money. Right, so, right. Tyson yeah. thought he had all that money because Don King kept buying them new cars and shit. Mm-hmm. And he ain't had no money. You see what I'm saying? So we understand mm-hmm. that this is something that takes place, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in this field. So he might need money. Yeah. He might need money. And as a result of that, you know what I mean? See, I have a fear that he's going to... Go broke by trying to impress people that don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. The it, average person online doesn't care. So you're just 
You're floating for no reason. You're floating for no reason. And, and see, the same way you obtain is the same t- way you maintain. I've always p- preached that. Mm. So if I come through your block and I shoot your block up and take your block by force, I have to shoot the block up all the time to keep the block. So if you are flaunting that you're all of this, you have set a standard that you no longer want to double down on. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, and, and the stakes get higher. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now they're after your soul. But you want to maintain that level of shit. So this is how they get a lot of those artists. They come in blazing, and then they got the 50 room mansions and all that. And they want to keep that. But now, them records ain't hot no more. You ain't hot on the streets no more. So now you have to do other things to maintain that. So he's Floyd Money Mayweather. And in reality, he may not have it like that. But he's trying to keep up that illusion. When in reality, he should get into management. Put a team around you yeah. of people you trust. See, that goes back to LeBron James. That's why I respect LeBron. He didn't just scoop his boys up and say, you're going to be this. They went to school. They became certified in how to make sure nothing leaves our camp and everybody eats. That's how you win. Yeah. And if you don't have that because he has beef with his pops and then his uncle's training them, then his pops is training them. It's hard for you to move into the next level of management where you can make money off all of these fighters. You should never fight again. Just yeah. my humble opinion. But I'll take a fight. I mean, if he wants to, you know, Man, I'll take a fight. That one, that won't last long at all. It won't have to last long. As soon as I sign my <laughs> name on, the, I get how many? How many? Five yeah. million. As soon as I sign my name on the list, I'm a bob and weave and take a dive. Yeah. That is it. But you he ain't tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Mayweather ain't nothing but that that tall. I think I could push him around. Alright, yeah, okay. When he's like 146 pounds. Okay, he'll piece you up. Son, son. I ain't never let no little niggas beat me ever. I will grab that little nigga. <laughs> Oh, you can't can't choke in box. I grab that little nigga and nigga if you He won't even let you get that close. Man, listen, please. No, he do have that invisible style shit. Yeah. That invisible shit is ridiculous. Yeah. You be seeing that nigga, that nigga's turning to Flat Stanley. You don't even know who Flat Stanley nope. is. Didn't you read that? Flat Stanley was a required reading book. If you over 40, you read Flat Stanley. He fell down the thing and stuff, and he was flat, and all the kids would tease him. No? No. no. Okay. No Flat Stanley. You just said over 40. Like, I'm not over 40. 40. <laughs> just saying. I thought maybe they still was had y'all under the same indoctrination. Nah. Uh-uh. Okay. What do we have? Oh, so, um... Hip hop beef, hip hop. This is white beef. Hip hop, yeah. This is this is uncooked beef. White people don't, yeah, unseasoned, unseasoned, uncooked raw. Yeah, it's still beef. it's still bleeding. Like it's still bleeding. <laughs> it's you, still, it's, yeah, you still see the blood in this. Yeah. Beef. This ain't even cooked. Okay, so what's going on with this too? Um, Eminem and MGK. I think we we were talking about this too. Yeah, we spoke last week, but I think we didn't hear M's response. So, so okay, so Eminem he said something uh, about Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly responded with "Rap Devil," which I thought was kind of hard. Yeah, that was kind of hard. Yeah. And then, like a week later, we we listened to this together. uh, Eminem released (coughs) "Kill Shot." Mm -hmm. What did you think? First, first listen. Um, first listen, I, I thought it was whack. That was just my not whack, whack. It had some lines in it, but I was expecting because, see, this is how I see it. If I'm Eminem, this is cannon fodder. This nigga is a layup. This Mm -hmm. I'm shooting shots at other niggas, not him. I'm putting some shit on him so bad 
so that Joe Buttons, I was calling him Joe Buttons, and and Elon, I was like, there's no S. Yeah, I was. Name. I didn't want to correct you on the show. Yeah, I was just like, like, you know, let me go. okay, Joe Button and other people. Yeah, I'm shooting shots at them just using this wigger. Okay. Wicker, wicker. I'm just using this wigger yeah. as cannon fodder. But he struggled with, you know, he yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, had struggled a little bit. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, you struggling with MGK or MG, yeah, you you going to have a problem with Jay yeah. Electronica or, or See, Joe I didn't, Button. I didn't think it was whack. I think he lost, though. Yeah, yeah. That, you know that, what I'm saying? I, think, and I then, expected more. Everybody did. But then this is again, too, why did we expect more? Uh, hype and nostalgia. Yeah, hype and nostalgia. People keep saying, and it's this whole thing like, yo, Emma's going, he ends careers. Whose career has he ended? A rapper, formidable, has he ended? Who? No, no, those are, those, those are great questions. And for all you M fans out there, I'm not hating, but I wrote the original article saying he, he couldn't rap. You know what I mean? But I went for, you know, for, to a metaphysical place with it, but it, it still applies because. Again, he hasn't ended anybody's anybody of notable. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, y'all were thinking of B Rabbit from Eight Mile, and but he's never done that right in real life. In real life, he uh, he he takes credit for because he had a verse at Ja Rule that was hard, but it was already over. It was over already. Fifty, 50 had already yeah, it was already ja Rule. over. And side note, Ja Rule's catalog is crazy. I, it, when you revisit, yeah, they yeah. was playing. I said, "God damn, I forgot he made yeah. all these hits." Yeah. So we got caught into that. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Fifty put yep. that work in, yep. but we kind of. To me, that was the beginning of social media, trying to like you could shift and it was off and on. Like normally, people go, "Nah, I still rock." It was like, "Yo, yeah, we yeah, are yeah. not." <laughs> yeah. If I catch you playing any job rule music. You out of here. It became 50 was the first one to really yeah. throw the dirt on somebody. Yeah. like Because even Jay-Z and Nas beef was, you know, titanic. Yeah. But it was still like, okay, well, I'm still going to listen to Jay. Yeah. I'm still going to listen to Nas. Like, we just totally yeah. stopped listening. Yeah. We didn't listen to Ashante. Yeah. We ain't listen to none of that Cadillac Black. Yeah. They all went down. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um... Is that Cadillac Black? Is that with his team, or was that 50's team, Cadillac Black? The dude that stabbed 50. Um, yeah, that's what Black, I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 So, um, so it, it's crazy because this Eminem thing uh, is it, more of a, just a distraction, you know, in the in the long run of things. Now, Jay Electronica has jumped into the beef. So, because he, because uh, Eminem said something like that Diddy line. The Diddy line. Uh, he he set up Tupac and that Diddy line was. was it's hard. Dude. It was though. I'm not gonna lie. That was a hard ass line. I was like, ooh. ooh. But I heard Diddy's yeah. about to. Uh, <laughs> Diddy said he gonna handle that. Diddy said he gonna handle that. Now when Diddy said he gonna handle that, people die. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. <sighs> Pause. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, but that's an Interscope beef because Diddy's down with Interscope. Okay. And then somebody else brought up a good point on 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 YouTube that said. All the people that Emma's after right now are Diddy's people. Charlemagne the God is Ooh. on revolt. Ooh. Joe Button on revolt now. Mm. And MJ Keat, uh, this guy, that's 50s artist. You mean Diddy's artist? Yeah, Diddy's artist. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's Diddy's artist. Oh. So this is a revolt thing. Mm. So this could get deep. Mm. This could get deep because Eminem is Eminem. He is, yeah. you know, the great white hope, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? He sits. And then he has Dre and Fifty, and Fifty been going at 
uh, Diddy for a minute. Yeah. So this this could be one of those get your popcorn moments. Uh, I didn't even think about it like that. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody brought that to my attention. I'm not going to take credit for it. I didn't really. I said, oh, <laughs> shit, that's deep. And it's really a mess because it's just black people in, in the grand scheme of things with a lot of money with nothing to do. They're white, though. So Not them. It's easy. It's, talking, it's better to watch. Oh, no. This I, feel, is, I feel less guilty. Dude, unseasoned beef <laughs> with blood coming out of it is disgusting. But you can't turn away. Yeah, it's just, can't turn away from that shit. Just like a car crash. So I want to know what are your f- top five disc records of all time? Your personal top five. All right. Uh, in no particular order. In no particular order. Kumo D versus Busy B. Is that a song? No, that's not a song. That's oh, you mean like a disc record? Disc record, yes. I just showed my age. Yeah, that, that like nineteen eighty one. It wasn't even making records. Like. I don't, I'm not even sure you was in my nutsack in eighty one. Like, cause don't my sperm renew itself? Like you wasn't even. You was out here in the. You you might have been in. Shit, I don't know. I was in the astro realm. You was in the astro realm. Okay, so this records. Okay, Nas, and Jay Z. Okay. Gotta put that out there. So take over ether. Take over ether. Okay. Uh, N.W.A. and No Vaseline. N.W.A. never responded to No Vaseline, so we just put No Vaseline in there. Okay, No Vaseline. Okay, No Vaseline. Right. Uh, this records. Uh oh, Karis One, M.C. Shan, the bridge is over. Okay, gotta throw that shit in there. Okay. He, he he ripped Queens a new asshole with Vance. Yeah. Throw my exes up. And then, uh, that's let's four. see, that's four. I know so much that I know so less. Ah, let's get one more disc record. One of them recent ones. Back to back? Back to back. There you go. There okay. you go. That back to back shit. Crazy. Might have been the best disc record of all time. Because it's the only one you could be in the club partying to. Old women get, oh, that back to back. Oh, okay. shit. That shit became like a club backer. Everybody else record was more like you listening. Oh, that was dope. You know what I mean? That back to back shit. Football teams was playing yeah. that shit and practice and shit back to back. That shit became a monumental hit. So yeah, those would probably be my five. What about you? Uh, so <clears throat> in no particular order. Dollars and cents by DJ Quick. Who did he diss? He was dissing MC8. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to throw one more in there. Okay. Tim Dog, fuck Compton. Of course. Clap, clap that up. Of course. Yeah. We toured the world on that ass. We was all over the world on some fuck Compton shit. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm glad we never ran into the niggas. Because <laughs> the niggas was lit. And see, here's the thing when the people don't know. See, when we were doing local shows, we was 30, 40, 50 deep. We'd have cars. You know what I'm saying? Right. Driving places. When we got international, that shit cost money. It'd be me, Tim, and the DJ. Maybe one other person. And had we ran into them, them yeah. West Coast niggas, I'm about peace. I'd have been, you know. But um, Fuck Compton, number one hit on Billboard with no radio play. Oh, wow. See, a lot of people don't realize that. He started the East Coast, West Coast war. Snoop responded to him. Dre responded mm. to him. Oh, he did. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, on on yeah. Dre did. Yeah, they, they responded. 
And uh, so that's my honorable oh, mentioning. Okay. So throw, throw Tim Dawkins. in Okay, so, so uh, Dollars and Cents. Dollars and Cents. DJ Quick. Ether. Nas. Ether. Yes. Back to back. Drake. Back to back. Uh, real Compton CDGs by Easy E. That's a favorite of mine. What? What? Real what? Who? How? Yeah, yeah. Say it again. Real Compton CDGs. Oh, who was he dissing? Dre and Snoop. Oh, Dre Day is my payday. Is that what the one? Yeah, he was? yeah. This was real awkward for me growing up because I spent years touring yeah. the world dissing Eazy E. Yeah. And then when he got into hip hop, his number one dude was Eazy E. It was it was really it was yeah. really weird. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh, yeah. What else? So that's um, takeover. Takeover. Yeah. Takeover. Round that's it a out. dope five. Um, honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention would be kicking the door by by um, Biggie. Biggie, but that was a down low. He but he was dissing like ten people. He, so. he did, he did, he dissed a lot of people, but he didn't directly say. Okay, that's why it's an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, that you reign on top was short like leprechauns. Yeah. That's a crossover called Willie Thugs and Rapper Dawns. And then he was dissing. So Premier um, produced that, and he was dissing one of Premier's artists while, while he was yeah was yeah hard. that, that was hard body that was Come hard on. body. Come on, I'm surprised you run with them. I think they got coming them because they nothing but dicks. He said he looked like, <laughs> he was yeah, like, yeah, like yeah 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 yeah. And uh, I don't think nobody wanted it with Big. I think Big could have really ended your career. And you know what's crazy? He um he he did a song with. Um, Buster and he kind of went at Tupac like directly. Like he said something like skinny. Um, he said skinny tattoos and bandit. Like he said something directly, but like nobody talks about that. Got you. And people, I don't really, you know, hit him up. Um, was dope, but he didn't really. I don't know. I didn't. No, hit him up was uh, another dope musical record because yeah. he jacked his beat. But he didn't put no mad bars in there. He just said, I fucked your wife. Which is like... And back then, that was hard. Yeah. Like, nigga, I just <laughs> fucked your wife. It's like, whoa, all right. It's like, whoa. He bought yeah, He started man. off the track like that. He started off the track like that. So that would have probably been in one of my honorable mentions for different reasons. See, you know, uh, Tupac wasn't that lyrical dude. Yeah. And Biggie would have just really bodied him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and Nas said that was the only dude he was ever scared of. Mm. You know, that it could have right. got... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Short. You know, your reign on the top was short. Like leprechauns. Mm-hmm. As I cross so-called Willie Stug. He was talking about Nas. So, uh, you know, some dope stuff. Dope stuff. Dope stuff. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, on Friday, I got attacked online. Right? On Friday, you ha- you were attacked. You were cyberbullied. I was cyberbullied online. Are you okay? Hey, I'm good now. I'm okay. Good. okay. I'm recovered. Oh. No, because what happened was on Twitter there was a video. Uh, um, <clears throat> DeRay Mackison, this guy right here, uh, he was releasing his book called uh, "The Other Side of Freedom," and he was at a book signing event in Ferguson, Missouri. I don't know if it was in, actually in Ferguson, but I knew it was close by. It was close by, and some Ferguson activists came in and kind of shut it, everything down. They wild out on yeah. him. Yeah, they wild on him. Right, and he might have had that coming. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. See, here's the thing about here's the thing about DeRay, right? We know DeRay as the Ferguson guy because, you know, he was out there. He got arrested and things like that. But he's been riding that energy. All the way through. All the way through. Yeah, that's he's clout chasing now. Yeah. That's the, that's the true definition of clout chasing. Right. If you was out there for no other reason than to help the people, then that really ends that story. 
everything you do afterward is the byproduct of. You and know. then here's the thing too, because he he is out there, right, for, for a lot of different reasons. But the fact that he throws on his blue vest everywhere he goes tells me he's only doing that right. so he can be recognized as the Ferguson guy. Absolutely. So I wrote an article on. I wrote an article back in March on Urban X. Got NYC. Go check it out. And back in March, right? Because oh, whatever the Oscars was, I think it was in March. Because he wore a tuxedo, black tuxedo, and wore that blue vest over, over the tuxedo. tuxedo. Oh, right? So then that, obviously, I'm just like, okay, so is it activism or is it branding, personal branding? Absolutely. Right? So I put that up on Twitter, like, in the comment section of the video. And peop- and this one girl, she tweeted because, she tweeted that, why should him trying to brand himself diminish everything that he's done in his activism? So if she read the article, I've never said it didn't. Right, right, right. I actually acknowledged the work that he's done on the ground. He's been arrested. I don't know. Some of those pictures look kind of staged, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, but a lot of them were. Even yeah. Dr. King in the back of the days was, some of that stuff was staged. Right, yeah. so, but my whole thing is the people within the Ferguson community have spoken out against him. A lot of people. Absolutely. Because they live there yeah. and they know who was actually on the ground right. on a day. That's like... Uh, Al Sharpton showing up right. for photo ops at your event and then taking off, and now you associate exactly you associate Al Sharpton with that event that had nothing real. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So it's a lot of people within Ferguson who are on the ground who do not see the Ray Mackinson the way the rest of the world sees him. Absolutely, right? absolutely. So, and I even made a comment that you know uh, that the dude who was recording the video better chill before he ends up uh, shot in a car in a burning car. Because yeah, this yeah. Is, we're going to go down a little list real quick. Okay. So um, this guy, Edward Crawford, he was 27. He was uh, a big um, Ferguson. I think I remember him. He was, yeah. he was a big Ferguson um, you know, activist. He was the one in the picture where he was throwing the tear gas back at the police. Right, right. So he was found dead. He was shot in the head inside of a car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Who else? Um, this kid right here, DeAndre Joshua. He was found burnt alive inside of, um, of his car. In his car? Okay. So we see a trend. Here. Yeah. Um, Darren Seals. I remember him. Uh, he was found, this is two years after DeAndre Johnson. He was found uh, shot to dead in the side of a burning car. Mm-hmm. There's a trend here. Uh, and he actually put hands on Duray. He actually smacked him. Oh, okay. Okay. You know yeah. Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, Vincent Casella. He was uh, listening to music in his car. Somebody shot him in his car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Antonio Jones, Ooh. Uh, he was found in a, um, a burning truck mm. in Ferguson. Uh, Donnell Robs. I can keep going. This is, it was a few more. So, so this is obviously the police. This is yeah. All right. This has got to be the police, and they they cleaning all that shit up. That's a very racist place, dude. Very racist place. You know what I mean? So he needs to be careful, and you know what I mean. Because you're capitalizing off the energy of real people, real ancestral blood now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you're branding yourself. But it's something you said about branding and activism. And we talked about this when I said you better be corked up. We just spoke about Mm -hmm. this. Not that I am promoting that, but that's just the way it seems to be going now. Because, you know, Kaepernick got shirts out now. And it's a, you know, it's a branding thing along with your activism, which kills your activism. And, you know, to me. You know what I mean? Mm. That's I, I'm an old school kind of guy, but this may be the way activism is done in the future. I don't know. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Malcolm was so adamant on handling his business a specific way that that's all I really know. And you this, know what it, I mean? it wasn't even like me saying that because you're an activist, you have to be broke. I'm not saying that at all. No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm not, but I'm saying you're capitalizing off of a situation that of that's still traumatic to the people in that community. Absolutely, and you're not from that community, and not even that he's from not from that community. He's not really doing anything for that community. That's what the people are saying. Absolutely, I'm not saying that's what the people. are I saying. I gotta listen to what the people are saying. You're showing up. You're flying back into that city because you got a book out, and now you're talking like yeah, because it was it was rough out here, and you ain't even from there. And then my thing is right so. This is I'm not having I'm not, I don't have a problem with the blue vest specifically but why wear it everywhere you know what I'm saying And to me that blue vest should be in a frame somewhere Cuz you, you know how you know this is how uh the the um the, the rest of the people are associating the blue vest with him because I even wrote this in the article because the last Planet of the Apes movie they were showing an ape and he had the blue vest on Everybody immediately said they talking about the red, talking about the red, Absolutely. and then the directors of the movie go, "Whoa!" If you watch the last, the the original Planet of the Apes movie, mm-hmm. they all had blue vest on. This gotcha. is an homage to that. Absolutely, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, yes. but just the way we thought about that's it. That's the way we thought about it. I, same thing happened to me. I was like, "Oh, that's racist, bro." Right. right. Absolutely. Because our attention span is very short, yep. and our memory is very yep. short. So we just have to be careful in how we go about uh, doing these things. Because to me, that vest represents something. That's frozen in time. Now, the movement continues, and if you're really doing the work, you wouldn't need a vest. People would recognize you every single day because you've been here putting in the work, and you won't have to wear the vest to remind people, this is who I am. And That's like Jesse Jackson taking Dr. King's blood and smearing it on the shirt shit and wearing it. Wearing it, doing interviews for two days. King told me to take over the movement and shit. Messy Jesse. (laughs) Messy. Right, so and uh, you know, so that's how that goes. But but all them names not crazy, dude. That was crazy. That's crazy, and I'm surprised that that hasn't received more notoriety. Like that ain't even that ain't even humanly possible. That that can't I can't even say well that's an anomaly. You getting shot in your car and they setting the car on fire. Yeah, that that's a signature move. Come on, and they just kind of swept that shit up under the rug. Would you say, Queen? It's like a That's like some serial killer. Come on. Absolutely. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Urban Excellence Story of the Week. Urban Excellence, my favorite part of the show. The Urban Excellence, where we give away one million. No. Wish. Not yet. Soon. Yeah. Soon. Soon. Right? So, uh, this week's Urban Excellence Story goes to one of my great friends. Okay. Tia. Shout out to you, Tia. I know you're listening. All right, Tia. Uh, Tia Monet. She is the founder of a group called Millennial Mothers. Millennial Mothers. Tell me all about mothers, it. Mothers. Like, like, oh, mothers. Mothers. Like, colloquially, like, how? Oh, I like yeah. that. Mothers. Yeah. Yeah. Millennial Mothers. So, it's a group because she had her daughter, and she had her daughter uh, early, I think six weeks early, something okay. like that. Okay. And, she's, and she was talking about... Uh, through her pregnancy process and things like that, she couldn't find anybody or uh, people to uh, who had her experiences and things like that. Right, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she started a blog for her, started a blog uh, to document her her pregnancy experiences and things like that. Mm-hmm. So this group was for um, millennial age mothers to have 
some kind of common ground so they can share each other's experience and give advice and things like I that. Because she said she felt like older women, older mothers would bully younger mothers. Like, gotcha. you know what I'm saying? They, like, they didn't know what they were talking about and things like that. So mm-hmm. she has a big group on Facebook that have mm-hmm. events and things like that. They've steadily grown every day. So on uh, Saturday, October 13th, they're having a. It's called Swap to You Drop. It's a swap meet. This is like a swap meet session, right? Okay, okay. So it's. She said it's an event for mothers made by mothers. Oh, nice. Right, nice, nice. Uh, so Swap to You Drop is, is an event for moms to repurpose all the items that your little one doesn't fit or doesn't isn't interested anymore. And, and you can give it to other other mothers, other mothers, other mothers, other mothers. Other mothers. Let's clap that up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And the difference here is, um, as a parent, you get to go home with something that's new for you. Right. Even though it's not new for somebody else. You know, for you. Absolutely. So, um, this event is free. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So just come with something uh, with a few lightly used yeah, yeah, pieces yeah. of clothing, toys, and things like Stuff that. Stuff that somebody else could. And it's funny because... Um, my wife uh, said that she was going to write a book about that. Very similar because there were certain things that the other mothers, the older mothers, didn't tell the younger mothers. Mm-hmm. And the younger mothers had to experience this on their own. And she's like, no, it needs to be a handheld manual so you can understand what you're going to go through, how you're going to feel mentally, physically, psychologically, spiritually. So to see her start this group so that the mothers can connect with the mothers and, you know, do yeah. something really, really positive, I think is great because it's just about information and letting these young mothers know that you're not alone. Right. There's a, a group out here now who, who's experienced what you're about to go through, right. can tell you how to deal with this. And the, the more you are prepared for stuff like this, and, you know, I can only speak from the outside looking in, I'm, I'm, you know, um, then I feel the more equipped you are to transition because... Um, there's a period where women just, man, they go through it after the baby, the postpartum, the like, you know what I mean? Because you've just released, you know, life onto this planet and it, it's, it's a process. So I want to clap that up again. Thanks. So from the fathers to the mothers, yeah. you know, we want to big y'all up. So, um, you can... If anybody wants to donate any items or any money, uh, you can uh, contact her at contact Tia at millenniummothers at gmail.com. I'll put it in the description below after, okay. you know, after we wrap the show. And you can also DM, DM her on Instagram at millenniummothers. So, and, you, and you met the baby. I, she, oh, that was my yeah, baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, she's a fire. Yeah. Whoa. She actually took her first steps the other day. I'll show you the video. Oh, she did. Because remember, she kept falling. Yeah. She was hit. She actually yeah. took her first steps the other day. Oh, so right. I'm proud of her. Yeah. And it's social dope because um, she's a, she was a premium just like Eli. And her mom's is amazing. Yeah. Her mom's yeah. is amazing. Yes, so, absolutely. And she was a premium like Eli. She was a okay. premium like Eli. So her and Eli have that connection going on. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it was dope. So shout out to Tia. Shout out to Shout Tia. Shout out to all the, all the mothers out there. Yes, yes. We appreciate you, know you all. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. 
What else we got? Oh, so this happened last week. We forgot to talk about this. Um, seven NYPD officers were arrested in connection with running a prostitution ring out of Brooklyn and Queens. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it was a three-year investigation. Three years they've been watching. Three years they've been watching. Oh, they, they're an, going down. Yeah, an anonymous call was called into um, internal affairs. And then afterwards, they said, like, over hours of uh, wiretaps. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually following them around, things like that. It I'm not surprised. gambling ring and Yeah, I'm not surprised. Ring. I'm not surprised. Uh, these officers don't make a lot of money um, to begin with. And when they see young people or they see opportunity, yeah. it's very... See, you know, America wants us to look at officers as nobility. We don't because we know better. Yeah. You just as human as, as mm-hmm. we are and when opportunity presents itself for you to do something, nine times out of ten you're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Yep. So I was not surprised there was a patrol officer who was a serial killer recently in uh in Texas. Whoa. He killed four women or, or three male three female prostitutes and one male prostitute. That just happened this week. You know what I'm saying? And one of the women got away. That's the only reason they oh, wow. caught him. You know what I mean? So, goddamn! Now the patrol people are killing people. So. Yeah. So this um this whole the prostitution ring in New York, it was out of uh, Brooklyn, Queens, and Long Island, and it was masterminded by uh, a retired uh, vice detective, Ludwig Paz. I don't know how to say. He was a twenty uh-huh. year he was a twenty year veteran. Him and his wife what was teamed masterminded up, masterminded the thing. Uh, three of the defendants were a sergeant, two were detectives, and um. And two were police officers assigned to like desk duty. But you got to understand because they move around like they run the city anyway. Whether they're retired police officers. A lot of them traffic drugs because they know all they got to do is flash their badge. And only when internal affairs gets involved, you know, that, you know, Mm -hmm. it becomes a situation that now you're under investigation. Other than that, they move about like they run this piece. Yeah. So, you know, what better people to use than the police? Dude, like, and that goes way back to the mob. The mob had everybody in pocket. From the president yeah. on down, everybody was in pocket with the mob. So that's why the mob never really worried about much. And the mob was in on JFK's. Uh, the CIA was yeah. in on it. The FBI, they all collaborated together. <laughs> like, this nigga right here has to go. That is insane. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, because he's fucking up the money, yeah. he's doing this, he's switching up. So, um, you know, that's the way that works. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, I, we, we were supposed to talk about that last week. I forgot what happened. But, yeah, oh, okay. that's, that's ill, man. Like, who polices the police? Nobody. We, we spoke about this when we were talking about the Bohemian John, Bohem John thing. Like, yeah, what's the update on that? Any updates? Uh, they still haven't checked the the cops' apartment, but they checked his apartment. Isn't that something? Yeah. So they checked his place. Yeah, and then you know what's crazy? So the the president of the NRA or the spokeswoman of the NRA said if he was a legal gun owner, that wouldn't have happened. But somebody then tweeted like, "So you just advocated for shooting the cops?" Absolutely, absolutely. So it's a very sticky. Yeah. And they had five search warrants for her house. Oh, they they, uh, they they took the front door. They took some other stuff, but nobody. They didn't search her place. They said she moved out before they had an opportunity to do so. She also cleaned her Facebook page, but some tweets showed up, oh. and she had I forget some very. Disp- she said um, the NFL uh, has a cancer now called Colin Kaepernick, mm. or you know, t- as a make a reference yeah. to Colin. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it has a cancer in its colon or uh, some. Okay. She's made some racial, uh, you know, statements. The police commissioner said she, who's black, yeah. said she cannot fire her due to some other logistics or something. So I don't know what's going on in Dallas where you are the police chief and your hands are tied. So mm-hmm. what's going on with this? And don't try to paint my man out to be somebody he's not. Uh, I've never, I've lived in an apartment building my whole life. I've never walked into the wrong apartment. Yeah. I used to smoke dust and never walked into the wrong goddamn apartment. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I did acid and never walked into the, So I don't understand. He got a red car, uh, 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 you know. Let me tell you what I think happened. Yeah. He's a very religious guy. He lives directly over her. Right? Mm-hmm. She probably worked a 15 hour shift and she does not want to hear this shit today. Okay. And he's over her head probably playing gospel music and, you know, the Lord mm-hmm. and this and that. And she said, you know what? I'm fucking tired of this shit. And went up there and it may have escalated into some shit and she shot him and now she's trying to backtrack out of it. I didn't know where I was. Uh, you know, I didn't look down at the red carpet. I had bags in my hand. I don't even think she came up with that. I think one of yeah, the other, somebody I think else, they say, listen, this is, this is what you're going to say. Yeah this, this, yeah, this is what you got to say. And uh, I said she's going to walk. I think she's going to walk too. Yeah. And I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. That's all I want to say. But, you know, because, and I say all of that to say there's nothing for me to... To, as a foundation for me to say she's not going to walk. Yeah. Everything points to, I just got finished watching the whole Zimmerman shit. We got to talk about that will, shit. This motherfucker crazy, will. right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't, they're going to paint this guy out to be the victim and it's going to be, it's going to be bad. I, I don't have a reference case to say, you know, mm-hmm. there's any justice for us and you want to know why we don't fuck with the police. You know what I mean? This is crazy. This right. is really crazy. Right. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Now, this 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 came across my timeline, I think, yesterday. What is this? I have no idea. So this is Maroon 5. Oh, Maroon 5. So, yeah. Maroon, so it was just announced that Maroon 5 will be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show this year in Atlanta or next yeah, for the yeah, 2019. I, I think that's great. Show in Atlanta. Yeah, people yeah. have been having a problem. Oh, this is why the NFL is trash. When I think of Atlanta... Maroon 5 is not who I think of. They should have got one of the Atlanta acts. Listen. Got it, got it. I don't want you niggas fucking up the money. So, no, we're going to have something very safe. Maroon 5 is safe. First of all, Maroon 5 is lit. I like yeah, Maroon, yeah, 5. Maroon 5. is good. But I do understand what the people are saying. Listen. Got it. But l- let's be real about this. That's what I'm, that's what the I'm saying. The NFL is a business and it is a corporation that's that what I'm services saying. who? White people. Niggas don't go to the stadiums to buy tickets in Atlanta. Maybe they do. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, but here's, so somebody made this point that um, white people are like the, the largest consumer of, of hip-hop music, right? Mm-hmm. But not... See, this is, again, when two things can be true... At the same at time. At the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So white people buy hip-hop music, but not those white people... That watch those football games. Two different audiences. Two different audiences. Two, two different, different bases. Two different bases. And then let's let's keep it a, let's keep it a hundred, right? Can you see Domingo's performing at halftime at a Super Bowl, headlining a Super Bowl halftime show? No, I'm just gonna be honest. Be, just be real. And 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 and, and yeah 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 that like, shit is played. 
You know, it's not up to date. Now, if it was in New York, could I see Jay-Z doing it? Absolutely. But, but here's the thing. The, the Super Bowl, that was Super Bowl 48. The, that Super Bowl, it was in New York City. They had Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nobody from New York right. performed. So what's this thing? Where, and because, this is the home of hip-hop. Right. So what's this thing about because we're in that city, that we need those, those city acts? That never happens. No, and, and you associate that with the Colin Kaepernick shit. There's really no it's association. Re- so let's not associate... That and, and put it all because then if you do that you're taking the, 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 the coward route out. You just bunching we're everything. We're reaching, in. yeah, we're reaching. We're reaching. And, and 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 I'm one who Malcolm always says, Dad, you you can pull your shoulder out. Yeah. You reaching, you reaching. But not even I would reach and say that. The the NFL is a fifteen billion dollar industry. The NBA is only $5 billion. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I was doing the math and saying, God damn, it's 82 NBA games. This is how big the NFL is. Wow. So when you start talking about consumers, mm. uh, 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 white America, who they use these events to come, and these are family events that they come to, and they may not necessarily want to see that. So when you look at the dollars, now granted, 85% of the players are black, but they're getting paid to perform just yes. like Jay-Z when he do a concert, is getting paid to perform, and there's a whole bunch of white people and Beyonce in the audience. You're getting paid to perform, but that has nothing to do with yeah. who our consumer base is. Would it have been nice? It still might be one or two now, acts I, I that heard, come out. I heard um, Cardi B. I heard. Yeah, I heard that it was some. It was another name. It was Cardi B and somebody else. You know what but I mean? But that was, that was them throwing us a bone, like hey. yeah, yeah, throw you a little bone here and there, and then they're trying to clean up this halftime act. Based on some things that happened in the past, even though that was a long time ago, and we know that was a ritual with Justin Bieber, uh, Timberlake. But remember, uh, they had Beyonce, and she did the the acts for the oh, like, oh, like so. Oh, Beyonce! So it's not like killed it's, that exactly. So it's not like she killed the in Oakland. She killed it with the afros, the in formation. She got off right. She so it's off. not like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the NFL. I'm not even trying to defend the NFL, but it's not like. But let's just use common sense. Right, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So don't get out there in the chat room. Don't, you know, don't ride that wave. Because remember, I told you, they can throw some stuff on the timeline and you start following shit that you normally wouldn't follow. Now your blood pressure's up yeah. because there ain't no black people performing at the Super Bowl. It's a waste of energy. Don't do it. Don't do it. Maroon 5 is dope, too. Yeah, Maroon 5 got some, uh, they got a few They hits. got some heat. Oh, dude. They got a little heat. Tell yeah, me. Malcolm and uh, Eli be putting me on to that Tell shit. Me, yeah. yeah, absolutely. What else we got? Y'all all right in the chat? Thanks. How y'all doing, man? Don't forget we got that uh, that super chat in there. I know a lot of y'all forgot. That's why y'all didn't hit, <laughs> hit, hit the cash buttons. But yeah, yeah. So uh, Jamel Hill, it was just announced that Jamel Hill is going to narrate uh, LeBron James' Showtime documentary, Shut Up and Dribble. Uh-huh. She's doing an eye for herself since she left ESPN. Absolutely. And I'm happy for her. Yeah. Uh, because once you use these platforms to, to build your name, Bowser, don't start. Don't start. Mm. you. Uh, now it's up to you to take your brand when they start acting funny. Yeah. You don't have to tolerate that yeah. no more. You use these platforms to build your brand. Now you can... 
peel off and your brand can stand on its own because you have created a one-on-one relationship with the audience. So it's not what we do, it's how you do it. So a lot of times you need to come through the corporate rankings to see how this whole thing works. A lot of times we're talking about running businesses and none of us has ever run a business there's a, there's a or term, know what this is about, you know? There's a term uh, coined by Steve Canal, corporatepreneur. Corporatepreneur, absolutely. Because he talks about exactly what you talk, like what you just yes, described. Yes. Like sometimes you need to understand how business works to be able to run your own absolutely. business. And sometimes you need to do it at the same time. Sometimes we get real black and we say, well, we just need to be running business and that sounds great. But if none of us know how, none of us have went into the system to learn the ins and outs and do's and don'ts on how to run business, we, can, we can't service our community. We, we're bound to fail. Yeah. So she's been in the corporate aspect. She's a brand name now. Uh-huh. And when they started getting funny, peel off. And look, one door closes, another door opens. And they gave her a sweet settlement check to a sweet... Oh, they hit it with some like, I think like six million. Okay. So she ain't broke. Nah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now uh, LeBron is saying, come see me. Yeah. I want you to narrate this. And I think that's going to be a, a, a great thing. Shut up and dribble uh, is what all, everyone should, uh, in terms of athletes and artists, not just yeah. shut up and dribble, uh, you know, uh, shut, shut up, up and rap. rap. Yeah. Uh, you know, all it, it applies to so much, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to what that documentary will uh, present. It was also announced that Space Jam 2. Space Jam 2. Yeah. 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 It's time for that. Yeah. See, um, at first, I didn't want it to happen. Did I take you to see that? As, you did. What do you, you did. Mean, Five or six Probably younger old. than that. Got your little Twizzlers. And your yeah, little but younger than that. Happy Pack. So we went to the um the, the movie theater on 161st. Wow. Yeah. That is, wow. That long that, ago? That's still, yeah, that's still there, too. That movie theater's still there? Still there. I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't I go there either. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Across from the <clears throat> courthouse, yeah. Don't do it. Um, What else? Something. It was something else. With the Space Jam? Yeah, it was something with the Space Jam. Oh, right. They got Ryan Coogler to uh produce it. Executive producer Ryan Coogler, who's that? Black Panther. Black oh, Panther right, right, the guy from Black Panther. Clap that up. Yeah. yeah. So that's gonna be dope uh, for a new generation. Yeah, because I watched the old sport. It's kind of funny now watching it now. Right? And Michael couldn't act for his yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, his, his acting was very hard. Yes, yes. For his life, but you know, hopefully, it, and I'm happy for LeBron. Like he's really just. Doing whatever he wants to do now. You got to do it. It's his window. The window's open now. You're out in L.A. Yeah. Now you can, you know, close a lot more deals. And you can leave your mark. And that's what it's really all about. So I, I'm proud yeah. of him. He's not perfect. None of us are. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I don't know when it's dropping, but it's supposed to be dropping. It's supposed to be dropping. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. This next story broke my heart. Yeah. <laughs> my whole childhood, B. It's a lot. My whole childhood, man, when I heard Ernie and Burke was doing the, you know, the thing thing. <laughs> this really broke my heart, man. Those are my two favorite Sesame Street characters. I thought Grover was. No, Ernie and Burke, because which one is this? With uh uh That's Burke, right. That's Ernie Burke, yeah. was the funny dude. Yeah. Ernie would always be pranking Burke. <laughs> He had that laugh, yeah. and I thought that was funny. I did not know they were gay. Yeah, one of the so one of the original writers. And I'm gonna be honest. Go ahead, say your piece. One first. of the original writers came back after a while and said that he always intended to. He wrote these characters to always be like a gay couple. 
I think that's trash. It's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's bullshit. He's using the Mandela effect. He figured they was two, because I just looked at them as two homies who shared an apartment. I think they were brothers, like. You know, something in that effect. But it's easy in retrospect to say Mm -hmm. that now. Mm -hmm. Just like I always thought Big Bird was a girl. They said Big Bird is a boy. I did not know that. Big Bird. Hi, Sesame Street. Oh, really? I, I thought Big Bird was, Wait, I a, think I, I think I knew that. was a big-ass girl to me. <laughs> Sound like a big-ass girl. And Snuffleupagus was a dope fiend. Oh wait, wait, is that a fact or is that No, that's me oh, just throwing oh, some okay. shit in there. Yeah. Don't don't start no yeah. rumors. Snuffleupagus had them big ass eyelashes and shit, you know, it was always like he was always just like, you know, moving around <laughs> like this. Shut up, Bowser. So I think he's in retrospect to, to try to gain favor with yeah. the LGBT community. I don't think when he wrote those characters There's no way. Now, I, I, I I, I'm not buying that. Yeah, it's no way. But it's, it's popular now to say it, to yeah. traumatize, to try to steal my fucking childhood. And shit, <laughs> try to say, Black Dot, you always supported the LGB. Did you like Ernie and Bert? Well, yes, I did. Yeah. Well, you supported that. No, no, you won't get me. I ain't buying it. Yeah. You won't fuck up my childhood. Ernie and Bert was two brothers who was probably smoking weed. And they had separate beds. They had separate beds. They couldn't afford to rent by themselves. So they teamed up, they paid mm. their rent, and you know, exactly. that's how that's gonna go down. I ain't having nothing. Yeah, this. I'm not riding either. I ain't riding with that. No. You are tuned into the Stop sound. Stop hitting that goddamn button. They know who they tuned into, but that could be you. Yeah, you hit it. You can hit it. No, forget it now. Yeah, I don't even want to touch no more. So, what do we have now going on? Oh, so. Two things about Kanye. So Kanye, he he wrote um, on Twitter, right, that he feels Twitter like it should be a uh, um, it should be something where you can hide your follow account because okay. he he was talking about like the psychological thing. We're, we're doing stuff for followers. We're trying to get followers and things like yeah, that. This generation, I can yeah. See and that. the CEO of Twitter actually texted him back and said um, we should be able to participate. No, this is what. Kanye said, we should be able to participate in social media without having to show how many followers or likes we have. Uh, just like you can turn up your comments and, um, and things, we should be able to turn up the, the display of our um, followers. Okay. And the CEO of Twitter texted him back and said, uh, we've been thinking deeply about the follower and the, count and the like counts and what it, incentivize, what it, it incentivizes. Mm-hmm. Right. It said we we made sense. Tw- it made what made sense twelve years ago doesn't make sense today. At least for us, us making that number hold a big incentive incentivizes people to want to increase it and feel bad if they can't. Mm-hmm. So they they might they they're thinking about they're thinking actually, about modifying it. So yeah. so once again, Kanye is forward thinking. Yeah, yeah. In, in that sense, yeah. because listen, uh, Chuck D from Public Enemy said it best: attention is the new currency. Right? right, you get charged if you got eight hundred thousand followers. They don't give a shit about you, but you feel charged by that. And if you post something, because a couple of times even I posted something, I was like, "God oh, damn, ain't nobody." <laughs> Did anybody see this? This was this was clever shit, you know. <laughs> so even at my age, yeah. you can get caught into that a little bit. So imagine young people yeah. whose whole reality is based on a virtual avatar that they have created of themselves. 
You know what I'm saying? And they need to have that avatar charged so that they can feel good about themselves and things of that nature. So I can see how they need to maybe rethink that process because you will be helping the next generation. Because if not, it's only going to get worse. Yeah, you know what I mean? If you think about the, the stupid things people do, four followers. Four followers. Four views. Four views. Absolutely you know just so, stupid stuff. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, I just wasted a minute of my life watching that stupid but shit. But you watched it. I did. They got you me. They got you, yeah. They got me. Some of the shit start off interesting. The title of it being yeah. interesting and it don't be what's in the title. Because yeah. uh, Media Takeout was the worst. Oh. <laughs> they were like, yo, we have the upskirt of Beyonce. And I look at the title, I look around, look around, I go, ah, I got a decision to make. Fuck it, go on in. <laughs> and then I go in and it don't be nothing. Yeah. It be some other shit. It be a little, you gotta get it. See, what yeah. the fuck? So Media yeah. Takeout started that yeah. shit, that trolling shit. You know what I mean? And get me every time and shit. So I understand how they could want to restructure that. But remember, we live... In two realities yeah. now. We live in this world and then our younger generation spends so much time in that virtual world. And that virtual world is changing. When you start popping on them 3D glasses and you are now at the game. Because yeah. that's where they're going with, with it next. You are now at the game. Um, You know what I mean? And you can sit and enjoy a game that feels real as possible. So this is where they're going with it. And they're moving our children. And, and, and I want to say this because we are exoteric beings. But now they're making our whole experience exoteric. I mean, we're esoteric. Yeah. And they're making our whole experience exoteric bullshit. You know what I mean? Especially for young people. Yo, there was a... There was a um, first of all, shout out to uh, Boo Taboo for the donation. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. But um, there was... Uh, update on the iPhones, iOS 12, where it's called Screen Time, and you can track how much um, time parents can track. You can you can you can uh, limit how much time you spend on Twitter and things now, like that. I think that. that's great. That's but, a great feature. But at, at the same time, they're doing everything to keep you on the phone too. Yeah, so it's true, weird. true. It's it's a weird dynamic. Yeah, it's like. But the, I think it's dope though because as a parent, if you have your kids. Uh, iCloud, like if y'all all on the same thing, right. you can control how much time they spend on the and, phone. And I think that's, I think that's great dope. because uh, we have to have some parental uh, discretion in yeah. these uh, day and times. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what else do we have about... Uh, oh, so Kanye, he, uh, he did a video today uh, basically talking about Nick Cannon, uh, Ty- the actor, Tyson, Tyson, Tyson Beckford, Beckford, and uh, Drake. Mm-hmm. Basically talking about his wife, or he said he was talking about Nick Cannon actually talking about his wife because he did an interview with Vlad, uh-huh. and I watched the interview and he never said anything disrespectful in my eyes about okay, about Cannon. his wife, but he did mention. But him. he did mention it because in this is what Kanye has to understand: he has a very very high profile wife, wife right, right, who's and had he, very high, who's had a lot of high profile relationships in her. And life. we talked about that when we said. Uh, from a, a standpoint of urban excellence, we can't be speaking about another man's wife, but there are exceptions to that rule when your wife is more popular than you are. Right. And she stands on her own, and some of her past discretions cannot be avoided in conversation mm-hmm. in pop culture. So he has to understand. I, I, I felt him, but he need, didn't need to stop there. Nigga, the list, you, you ain't mentioned the nigga who started it all. 
Who made a whole song? Who made a whole fucking song? I hit it first. That was a song. What, he what's said his, uh, Ray J. Ray J. Yeah. Uh, you ain't said nothing about a whole bunch of dudes who probably, you, you know. No, what I mean? but he was saying that he was talking about it, like don't speak on my wife. And then he got at um, Drake for not silencing the rumors that Drake didn't really start. Drake, people are piecing that together. I don't yeah. think Drake started it though. Kiki. I didn't think of Kim Kardashian. I didn't love think of Kim me? Kardashian when I heard Kiki. Are you riding Kim Car? No. No. Kim Car? No. Kim Car. Kiki. Kiki. Sounds the same. No. If you say it fast. <laughs> no. You say that shit fast. But I heard they used to call her Kiki. That's what Odyssey said back in the days. So, I don't know. But my point is, Drake could have ended that. But Drake is psychologically fucking Kanye yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. This is a war. This is yeah. now a silent war yeah. going on. Because even in that Travis Scott song, yeah. when he talked about turn a left, make yeah. a right, he talking about her house. Yeah. According to Odyssey. We're going to get Odyssey up here to do some T4s yeah, one day. One day. Right? So this is a kind of war in which I'm tormenting you for that shit you did. You know what I mean? You can't just, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have uh, you know, had Pusha T rhyme yeah. on my beat. But that's over now. Now I need you dudes to... This is a war, and you are. I, and you I know. think him even him even doing this kind of makes the the Kim Drake situation look a little more hot. Yeah, like, like you know something. Yeah. yeah, you know something, and you don't want it, that bubble to burst. Mm-hmm. You don't want Kanye, yeah. uh, uh, Drake to drop that bomb because when he dropped that bomb, yeah. uh, it, it's on and popping. Uh, shout out to Let's Get Free. Uh, what's going on with Cat Williams? First of all. Uh, Cat Williams, he was on a radio show, right? I don't know where it was. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking greasy about every comedian, uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, well, if they ask you questions, you have to answer the question. This is true. But, but I, it's how you answer this yeah. is, I feel like this. every single black comedian hates on each other. They do. They, they are And it's worse. disgusting. They're worse than rap. No, they no, are. no, they are. They are. They're worse than rap. They are. Uh, uh, Mike Epps and, 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 and Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart Kevin Hart and... You know, and then Chappelle with the Keel and Peel and Brothers. That's a Key and Peel. Key and Peel. Key and Peel. And, you know, uh, 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 Cat Williams against this one. Yeah, they, they hate on but white comedians? No, they, no. you never hear that. You never hear never that. Hear, even if they don't probably think a guy is funny, they still big him up. Like, nah, he makes a lot of people. Because it, it's our art form. It's our it's family. Our, it's, it's, it's and a, and yeah. we need to support. It's enough jokes. If you funny, you funny. I never get tired of somebody who's funny. If you funny, it ain't like it's an over... Uh, saturated market where it's not enough. It's enough to spread that love. You go on the East Coast. Yeah. I start on the West Coast. Sometimes we can tour together. So anyway. But yeah, he um he was uh, the radio host said something about his head and he wound up snapping on her. Oh, he, no, wound, he, he bodied yeah, her. Yeah, he, he went crazy on her. Her husband wound up pulling the gun on him. That's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Facts. <laughs> but see, you gotta remember Cat Williams is naturally funny. Yeah, you don't you don't snap on somebody who gets paid to make people to, laugh. To make people laugh. And he's spontaneously yeah. funny. He can look around the room and just start and then she says something like, uh, my favorite, you know, they like the way I cook my broccoli. They said, nah, wait a minute. You mean to tell me your favorite dish is broccoli, so you basically can boil water and put the goddamn broccoli into the water. Is that what you're saying to me, miss? And no, this is not a perm. That shit you're wearing is a goddamn wig. <laughs> then he started going, and he said, yeah, well, you know what? My favorite dish is corn. You know, I open up the corn, I throw the shit in the pot, 
and then I and then I put some water in it and it boils and that's my favorite. He started going the fuck yeah. off, and you know her feelings were hurt. She went home, probably cried right. to her husband. And as a husband, you know he gotta do something. You know, <laughs> Cat Williams ain't nothing but this yeah. fucking high. But does he have like a new tour coming out or something? He probably does. I think maybe, he was up for an Emmy. Did he win or did he lose? I didn't know. Yeah, he was nominated for an Emmy well, he this probably week. Lost, then. You know, because I, I didn't hear. I didn't hear he won. You, I'm you not. Know, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Did he just hate on another black man? <laughs> no, that I he didn't don't know the results. Of I'm just saying, like I didn't hear that he won. So I'm Tiffany Haddish won. You know what I mean? He might have won. He was on Atlanta. Show. Well, he was going at her too, so. Yeah, he went at her, but they made up. Yeah. At, at the awards, yeah. at the Emmys, they kind of squashed their beef. But what he was saying. Uh, do you think it's any truth or any it merit? Was to truth to what he was saying. He was saying, I don't know one Tiffany Haddish joke that I can remember. Oh, he did win. Clap that Oh, he did shit. win. Oh, my fault. My fault, y'all. <laughs> Nobody look at Malcolm. <laughs> For 30 seconds. My bad, everybody. You greasy hater. My fault, y'all. Yeah, he did win. So, you know, now now I have an Emmy, and it's a pimp called Slickback. That's what I said, a Slickback. No, nigga, you say the whole thing. It's like a trying to call Quest. You say the whole name. Now I have an Emmy to my name. Everybody can kiss my ass. And that's what he's going to say. That's dope. So... But what was you saying? Yeah, so the thing about Tiffany Haddish. He said he said she hasn't went on the road and held her own yet. Yeah. Her time will come because now she's more yeah. out there. But he said, I can't remember one Tiffany Haddish joke. Like every comedian has a joke or a routine. Yeah, that's true. I go all the way back to Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy that you always remember. And shit, I open up the show doing an Eddie Murphy uh, right, exactly. oh, you know, true. piece. So Touché. you know, so maybe she will um the more exposure she gets, because I'm going to see, uh, what's this new movie he's in? Going to school, back to school. Night school. Night school. It's, yeah, I'm not going to lie. It looks like every one of his movies. I know, but it looks funny. I'm, I'm going to see it, but I'm not going to pay to see it. I'm, I, would they still make bootleg movies? Fuck you, you're not going to pay to see it. You, you can, niggas you can, are still on the street selling the, the no, movies where niggas is walking No, you by can stream shit. movies. Huh? You can stream movies. Oh, online? Yeah. Okay, you better you better not say that too loud because the FCC could yeah, be. Man. No, but I, I'm gonna go get some popcorn, and me and wife are gonna see that. She likes Tiffany Haddish. I like Kevin Hart sometimes. He plays the same roles, but we saw the extended uh, preview when we went to the movies, and it looks funny. It looks like okay. you know, every now and then you gotta throw a movie in there. You ain't trying to decode the movie and find oh. super science and shit. I might even spark up a little la for that one. You know what I'm saying? Popcorn. Me and wife, like, shut up, shut up. Me and wife, we terrible. We tried to roll weed one time. It's been so goddamn long the weed fell out the side. We were smoking tobacco. <laughs> and we were still high because we don't smoke. We was like, you feel that? Yeah, I feel that. Straight tobacco. We are the worst. Well, one time we snuck a bottle in. Me and wife, it was like... Look around. What y'all want to see? One of them funny movies, Tag. Yes. Tag. With a whole movie, oh, yeah, 30 yeah, years, yeah. they've been playing the game of Tag. That's a true story. And, I, and it was funny. Yeah. Me and Wifey was in there. Looking around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Wifey get down like that. Yeah, we'll get down. Yeah. We'll go see uh, Kevin Hart shit. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, this is uh, uh, Zimmerman. 
This when when I saw this in the movie, I mean in the documentary, yeah. it truly, truly disturbed me that he is had a Confederate flag shirt on. Mm-hmm. And he's signing bags of Skittles. You already know he auctioned off the gun. This motherfucker think he a folk hero or some shit. Yeah. And he is. To white America. To the NRA. You have to understand. Every time these white people take these so-called stands against what you know mm-hmm. goes on. There's a secret group of people who promote that bullshit. You know what I mean? And uh, again, I'm not promoting violence. But but, goddamn bags of skittles now. Yeah. Next thing you know, he gonna be at this nigga gravesite, taking photos and shit, signing books and shit. Where does this shit end? And I, I I don't understand. All of you gangsters are shooting each other down over bullshit, over bullshit. And this man has just spit on the grave of Trayvon, spit on every young, uh, you know, man who died. You know, for police violence. And I just think it's terrible, man. I really, really do. And I'm going to tell you this. And I'm going to keep my word. If I ever see George Zimmerman, personally, I'm going to call the cops. (laughs) Because I don't want no problem. Now, I'm serious. Something's... Come on, man. Please, somebody... One of you real triple OG thugs, just... Like, you know, something, I don't know. Something unlucky to yeah, befall it, him. Yeah, uh, he got ran off the road because yeah. you were, uh, I don't something. know. And that's not hashtag urban excellence because we need to move beyond that. I, you know, I understand that, but my heart aches for that mother and father and all of them people who and put their time and energy. And he's running victory laps. And like, he's running goddamn victory laps. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, it's just crazy. Let me know if I'm out of pocket in the in, in the chat. I'll apologize. Yeah. But that shit is crazy. Yeah. And I'm not advocating violence, but that shit is just crazy. Bags of Skittles? Yeah. I did not know that until I watched the documentary. I knew he was getting arrested from time to time. And other people say, yo, this nigga's crazy. You know what I mean? And this and that. And I, I just did not know that. I, I, I did not. And, and I'm pissed. Sick, man. That's some sick shit. That's some sick. really sick shit. Facts. And then you, you you wonder like yo what does like if you believe in certain things like karma. White people do not believe in karma. So it doesn't. So you don't think of like if white people believed in karma, they would all be dead mm. by now. Mm. I mean, what more uh, atrocity atrocities can they commit? Mm. You niggas believe in that karma shit. That's why you niggas won't go out and take advantage of opportunities, you know, within the system. Mm. That they do. They create the law and they break the law. Mm. The law is not for them. All that shit is for you to keep you niggas in check while we go outside of the parameters of the laws we created so that we can continue to get all of the wealth that we want. And you feel bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We feel bad if we chop down a tree because we understand they do not. I saw that lady with the giraffe head cut off and she was like, yeah. What would the possess you to chop off a goddamn giraffe's head? For what? Like yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Right? And just be proud of this shit. Yeah. Like who does that? So karma does not exist. But remember, the only things that exist are the things that you think are real in your head. All is mental. So if you create the vibration of karma, you suffer that shit. For those who don't, they don't suffer from none of that no. shit. 
And that's the true, when we say all is mental, that's what that shit really means. So yeah, Jesus is real to those who believe that. For those who don't, they have no consequences. It, it, it means nothing. Mm. So we have created karma. We have created guilt. We have created all of this stuff about waiting until, mm. you know, afterlife to get ours. They have not. They preach that shit. Yeah. But they don't believe in that shit. Yeah. So they here take full advantage of all this shit. And we sitting around waiting uh, for Jesus to return <laughs> and all of that shit. For 40 versions and shit and all that crazy shit. Okay, so this is also something we, uh, this is, nobody really is talking about. Um, a United, um, United Nations Human Rights Panel reported that one million, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's a type of Muslim are forced into... Uh, internment camps, concentration camps. Where? In China. In China? Yes. Are these Chinese Muslims though? Yes. Because oh, okay, they okay. Are. So okay, so they're Chinese Muslims. Yes. And they believe a certain way of life, and now they have been forced into concentration camps. Over a million, yes. Over a million of them. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let me uh, check my give a fuck meter. Huh. Chinese people. They come into our neighborhood. Well, see, the thing is, they they Chinese just food. Hurry up and buy. They discriminate, yeah. but they discriminate against the the religion. I got you. I'm you only, I'm only so, fucking around. So the religion itself is under attack. Yes. And because these Chinese people subscribe to that way of life, yes. they're being held in concentration camps, and nobody. This is nobody. a crime against humanity. Yes. Did you say a million? A million. Yes. Wow. Wow. So um, they, they, they were saying. Um, some people were saying like, um, like. People just going missing, like in certain towns, just like wow, wow. Uh, how many people in China? Like a billion people. So you think a million people could be missing and nobody really, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like a million black people couldn't go missing without us noticing. Yeah. But, and I'm not making fun of the population yeah. in China. I'm just saying it's so many of the motherfuckers. I could see how they could keep something like that a secret. But yeah, yeah, a million is like thirty people. Yeah. So thirty motherfuckers is missing, and ain't nobody making a big deal about it. But it is a crime against humanity from a religious standpoint. And the UN is behind this, or they know about it. They this? know about it, and so how do they deal with that? Do we go in, or does that create World War Three? Say that that would cause you know that would cause problems with us. A whole like on different fronts. The embargoes, embargoes and trades, tariffs trades, like that. You know what I'm saying? Tariffs. So, but could it be the segue into World War Three? I mean, I don't I mean, think I don't think it's enough. And to go to first, I don't think it's enough people. Mm -hmm. And because they're Muslim, they don't really give a fuck. Yeah, like especially so. I mean, so in America, you wouldn't get backing for trying to go over there and say. So them. America don't care about Muslims, nope. and neither does China. Nope. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so, but I think that also shows how what they think about black people as well, because black. It's mainly black people that are Muslim. Not necessarily. Not like, the the Arabs, there's, I mean, uh, you know, remember. Brown people. The, 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 right. Brown people. The black people sector of Islam, that's Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. And they weren't even respected for years. You know what I mean? And so forth. And then, you know, you know, Malcolm, he went over and did the hot. Well, you know. in Africa, if Christianity didn't come, they'd probably, they'd probably all be Muslim. Absolutely. So, so I'm not knocking that, but I'm just simply saying in general. Yeah. Uh, we weren't introduced until you know the science of uh, of the Muslim world, 
into Elijah Muhammad and you know. Master so yeah, Farah so Muhammad. yeah, uh, and nobody's talking about that. It's crazy. That was the first I heard of yeah, it. That's the first I heard that. of it. Wow. So, so we'll keep our eye on yeah. that to see, um, you know, how how this transpires and what it what, what it actually uh boils down to. What's going on in the chat? Yo, we got in the chat, B. Gail Jackson was good. Good to see you out there. Appreciate you. So I guess our sound held up today. Oh yeah, man. Guess we were good. We were good. Yeah. So uh, what do we do? Do we let this go? Do we do we thank the do people? We have, do we have any questions? In the chat? Any questions in the chat? This is the opportunity. Shout out to all of those who are listening on the podcast. Where can we be heard? Uh, we can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Google Play, uh, Radio Public. Uh, what else? Audio Boom. What else? What else? Stitcher, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn mm-hmm. Radio, and yeah. And then you can follow us on UrbanX on Twitter and um, Instagram at UrbanX underscore NYC. You can email us with, if you want to write for the site at UrbanX.NYC, you can email us at UrbanX.NYC at gmail.com. Uh-huh. All of this stuff will be in the description below you know, once you know the show wraps. And yeah, um, somebody asked, uh, yeah, I think it's low-key related. China is trying to run ish in Africa. It's a lot going on in Africa, yeah. too. Like, they donated so much money to Africa, yeah. supposed to be uh, uh, interest-free loans, yeah. build airports, and now they're coming to collect. Because China, I mean, you know, of course, Africa is so filled with so many resources, it's ridiculous. You can't even have this goddamn cell phone, mm-hmm. uh, you know, without all the resources. And they are the ones, they are the vanguards at the moment who see... Uh, the you know resources mm-hmm. and they have twenty and thirty year plans so that they could actually colonize Africa. So we have to be careful with that. Side note: I saw your man, uh, the blue black dude, the purple dude. I thought I was black. This nigga is real black. Acon, Acon, Acon. This nigga uh, say on the drink champs that we need to get into Africa and everything that you're doing here, you can now do there. So we need, as a collective, mm. to begin to investigate new markets and new opportunities mm. so we can grow. If you can rap, if you can dance, if you can sing, if you are uh, into real estate, the opportunities are there. He said that shit with a straight face. And I had to rethink, not my concept of what's going on in Africa because it's so huge. Right. You know what I mean? But had to really take notice to what he was saying. And the time is now. So we have to uh, begin to look at that mm. as well. As an opportunity to uh, grow. All right. And with that being said. Thank you for joining us this week. We appreciate you. We appreciate your support. We appreciate the donations. That's a fact. Thank you. Uh, We hope we got this sound thing together. uh, Because we like going live. You know what I'm saying? We really do. Yeah. And uh, shout out to everybody in the the chat. Def Rocker. Everybody who who continuously shows us love. And uh, eat this. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. I woke up, then I logged in to that Urban X where they be flexing with that blog in. Put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. 
black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found a pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son, and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rob her. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rob her. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Excellence, a product of my residence From four score to 44, Obama was the president I told mama I ain't trying to go to church I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt And I've been reaping what he showed I got the product, got the dirt And I can teach you what I know But then you got him put in work You in trouble if you waiting on the government I told my bro I make it out the hood And that's a covenant Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.